Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. You can now support Ghost Maps on Patreon and buy our official merchandise on Redbubble. Simply look for We Are Huntu or click the links in the description. Ghost Maps. Entry 46. Old Chua Chukang Road, Singapore. James doesn't seem like the type of guy who runs a gym. He chuckles softly when I tell him this. After we order our drinks at this Jurong coffee shop, he asks me if he should be wearing sleeveless t-shirts everywhere or flexing all the time. To be fair, he concedes, I've seen more than my fair share of gym bros who constantly dress like that. I laugh and explain that he's far more soft-spoken than I would have expected from a business owner, let alone someone in his industry. He tells me that he wasn't always like this. I was a cocky little shit when I was younger. Believe me, he says with a grin. His quieter demeanor, he tells me, comes more from his national service days in the police force. Yeah, there were a lot of braggarts and show-offs in there too, he says, sounding older than his 26 years. But the toughest guys I saw, the ones who were really there to protect and to make things better, those guys understood that power always comes with humility. It's actually his time in national service that we're here to discuss on this warm evening. One incident in particular. So as our drinks arrive, I place my recorder on the table and ask him to start from the beginning. It was the early 2010s. James was in the midst of his basic training at the academy on old Chua Chukang Road. The regimental schedule and strict discipline had already forced him to rethink his youthful arrogance. And the academy clearly wasn't done with him yet. I thought I was pretty fit before, he says with a laugh. But the training seriously kicked my ass. Too focused on his own personal transformation, he didn't pay much attention to the ghost stories that the other cadets were trading about the academy. The most popular of these was that a ghostly little girl had been seen roaming the grounds. Details, as far as James could tell, were sketchy. Apparently, 
seeing the child, had driven a former cadet to the brink. Or at least, that was the rumour going around anyway. James wasn't thinking of any spectral children on this particular Thursday evening. He was barely thinking at all, really. He could hardly even move after that day's particularly intense training conducted by a field instructor named Ishak. He was one of those guys, James recalls, fondly. Quiet, fair, but the man knew how to push you, how to really get the best out of you. After a quick shower and dinner, James headed straight for his second-floor bunk, where he immediately crashed onto his bed. Despite a fair bit of chatter and activity happening all around him, he very quickly fell fast asleep. Have you ever knocked out too early and then woken up at some ungodly hour and felt totally disorientated? James asks. I nod as he tells me how it was that disorientation that probably saved his life that night. It was dark when James was awoken by something tugging at his hair from the left side of his bed. Lying on his back, he rolled over to his left and opened his eyes to find a little girl staring at him. The child was wearing a plain but old-fashioned dress, like something from the 1950s. Oddly enough, James wasn't terrified. He wasn't even alarmed. Honestly, I would have chalked it all up to a dream, he tells me, with a shrug. I did at that moment, I'm sure. Because instead of questioning why there was a little girl in the bunk, I just closed my eyes and went right back to sleep. But then, he continues, his tone getting a little more somber. It wasn't until the following evening that I realised that it was something more. Ishak had come over to speak to James while he was having dinner. I was, of course, distracted, not exactly in top form that day, he says. Ishak asked if everything was alright, so James told him about his supposed dream. Up until that moment, James would have never believed that anything could shake a seemingly unshakable field instructor. But Ishak, mouth wide open in shock, turned absolutely pale. James asked him what was wrong. Ishak, however, without a word, just turned and marched off. Later that evening, Ishak came to James's bunk and asked 
to speak with him privately. He asked James if he was sure about the details of his dream, about the hair-tugging and the little girl. James, confused, could only nod. Ishak took a deep breath, then said, All those rumours of someone having a horrible encounter with a ghost child? And that someone was my old bunkmate when I was still a cadet. He related to James how he had been awoken one night by the terrified screams of that bunkmate. Everyone in the bunk tried to help the poor, unfortunate cadet calm down, but he was hysterical. The instructors came and took him away. And I don't know what happened next, Ishak said, his voice heavy with a mix of emotions. Eventually, Ishak managed to catch up with the cadet again. The cadet had recovered from that night, but he wasn't quite the same anymore. Quieter. Constantly sullen, more paranoid. The cadet told Ishak what had happened to him. Just like James, a little girl had come to visit him in the middle of the night. Unlike James, however, he turned around to find a woman on the other side of his bed staring menacingly at him. Like the child, she was wearing an old-fashioned dress from some bygone era. But her clothes were tattered and torn. It made her already imposing figure all the more frightening. Instinctively, he knew that The woman was the little girl's mother. Before he could comprehend what was going on, the woman snarled at the cadet and, with her long, dirty nails, started clawing and scratching at him. The thing was, Ishak told James, there wasn't a scratch on him. When he started screaming, there was never a scratch on him. Ishak said that he assumed that the cadet was under stress, but after what James had told him, he wasn't sure what to believe in anymore. James says that Ishak certainly didn't let up during their training but he always made it a point to check in with the cadets at the end of the day from then on to ensure that they were all doing okay, both physically and emotionally. As much as he led by example during training, I think it was that gesture 
that really shaped who I eventually became, James tells me. I nod, but say nothing. After all, I certainly understand the impact a mentor can have in your life. If you want to discover more of Southeast Asia's other side, subscribe now and follow us on social media at We Are Hantu. You can also buy official merchandise on Redbubble and be one of our supporters on Patreon. Ghost Maps is recorded on Audio Technica mics. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.